Yes, yeah, so hey guys, welcome to this new podcast episode. So we took our time um, apart from YouTube, so we didn't upload very much. Um, I think the last thing we uploaded was the unboxing of this mic. So yeah, I hope you are enjoying the better audio quality and I'm enjoying the less problems it has given me. And yeah, I'm on holiday, so I just took my time to relax, forget about school. And Martin couldn't forget about it because yeah. he had lots of tests. So yeah, we got some some news, some tech news to talk about. And just let's dig in with the new Canon R5C. C from Cine. Yeah, so this is like the Sony A7S III or FX3, depending on how you see it from Sony, but from Canon. This is like a normal Canon R5 but with a bigger body because it has a ventilator for it not to overheat uh, but the specs are the same you have the 45 megapixel sensor 8k video this time with the possibility of recording 8k 60 fps but just when you plug it into the power on battery just 30 and of course, like this camera is from the Cineline, like the C200, C500, etc. And uh, it's more portable. And with all this, it comes with special codecs for video. This there are so many codecs I don't really understand them, but 422 10-bit AVC up to 810 megabits per second, and all that stuff. So it's pretty nice, and I remember the rumors saying it was it was going to cost like eight thousand dollars, but it just ended up costing like five hundred dollars more than the R5, and I think the price is like three four hundred four thousand five hundred dollars or so. Well, l let me check. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So in the meanwhile, the biggest difference with the R5, with the normal R5, is that you got 8K at 60 FPS external powered, 30 with normal, 45 megapixel HDR video, and like all these codecs, and you have unlimited recording time because you have a ventilator. So yeah, oh. you have fun. Unlimited. Have fun. The only limitation is your. Uh, memory card because if you don't have enough yeah. space you can't record yes. uh, unlimited and I checked it's $4,499 so I think I was right $4,500 basically uh, and it's $600 more than the R5 well $100 more than I said but uh, it also can Photos. take pictures like normal camera with 20 frames per second and so it's it's it's, it's a Hybrid camera with a body focused more on video than on photo. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so a lot of people are excited for this, and let's see if it can beat the A7S3 that has big legacy on this field. So yeah. Yeah. Don't forget that this camera is forty-five megapixels, and the A7S3 is twelve. So low light capabilities may be very very different. We will be waiting for the videos. I hope anyone does the comparison we are talking about here, not like against the A100 stuff because we know that they are not 
uh, in the same category. A1 is flagship, this is not flagship, I would say. I want and to say something. I tested the A7 IV like a few months ago, and that has 30 uh, me megapixel. And the, mm -hmm. I saw the, the noise in high ISO video, and it's handled just as well as the A7S III. So the, the software behind it is so good. So it's, it's pretty amazing yeah. what they've achieved. But yeah. yeah so, it depends if you have noise reduction on or off. I hope it was yeah. <laughs> But it's, it, uh, noise reduction is not always very good, but it's getting better. So yeah. Next product is, well, it hasn't been released yet, but it has been announced. Or has, no. I'm, I think Forget it's that. just announced. No, I think it was already released because I saw people putting pre-orders. Well, I don't know. But uh, Nikon launched the C400 millimeters 2.8. That's a very, very big lens. Uh, yeah, it is released. It's uh, released. Yeah, well, uh, it's finally yeah. arriving native glass for the C mount because we just had the possibility to have this kind of glass that is very good and expensive. I'm I'm going to talk about that later. Uh, with adapter glass via the FTZ adapter, but now we have native glass, and it's going to cost you four. Fifteen thousand dollars. That's well, technically thirteen thousand nine hundred ninety-six point ninety-five dollars. Yeah. That's on B and H. The pre-order. I, I think the the Canon one is like twelve thousand dollars, and the Sony like thirteen thousand dollars. So roughly. Ah, and yeah. this has but a one point four teleconverter built in, so. You won't have to buy that, but you can still use one if you want extra. So you can use two teleconverters at once. But the 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 stops, the the aperture won't be the same. I think you will end up like with five or six instead of two point eight. But yeah. Yeah, that's. But you lose the 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 capabilities of low light of this lens. So going on. We have some important and unexpected or very expected news. I think Tesla, Cybertruck and Roadster have been delayed again till next year. But Elon Musk said that we don't have to forget about their robots like human like robots because maybe they will launch them this year. I hope so because if not, they won't have launched anything. And you know that Cybertruck and mostly Tesla Roadster, they are, they are, we have been waiting for them a very long time. So, yeah, just Tesla, come on, please release them. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's difficult because they're they have the chip shortages. the The batteries are difficult to get, and yeah, it's it's a difficult year in general for technology and the car industry. Yeah, tough times, but they're. They're still bringing stuff out, like the Model S Plaid, the one that can make zero yeah, to right. sixty miles per hour in one. Oh, the whistle. <laughs> yeah, one point nine nine seconds, with a 
very very strange yoke i don't know if that's allowed in many countries to drive around with that i think countries like germany will uh will say that the car can't drive on the streets unless it has a normal steering wheel i think i'm not really? sure because uh, but uh, yeah but if they do an apple move they will sell like this adapter so you can <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> that would be an apple move yeah. and talking about apple and phones samsung's new exynos 2200 chip has been not released but announced and the innovative part of this one is that it includes AMD's RDNA 2 GPU so the gaming performance on the new S22 lineup the new flagships that will be launched next February or March I think will have very very good gaming performance and maybe they will compete with like the ROD phones and those very high-end gaming phones they will be able to compete with that while being the flagship phone of Samsung. So that will be not only for gaming, but overall capacity of the phone and uh, how fluid it is. And all you will just have a better phone with a better GPU. Like, nice. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. And, and the, the few weeks, I think that, I don't know if the last week of last year or the first week of this year samsung no, this, year. Huh? this year samsung okay. announced this year then uh, this s21 fe it's like the iphone se of samsung uh, edition, yeah and it came out at 800 us dollars so it's expensive i would say because if you see now the prices of the S21 are dropping because the new S22 is coming out and you can almost get the S21 for the same price. So yeah. what we all think is that this phone came too late. It should have came, yeah, I don't know, half a year ago. That would have been the right place for it. But it's Yeah, they should have launched it like, like one or two months after the, the S21. 21 mm -hmm. so that all the hype is still on the air and people want to buy the s21 but they can buy the s21 foundation so yeah i think it's a chip shortage and all this thing yeah. had to do but i wouldn't have launched it because first it's too expensive and every store and samsung itself tries to compensate the price by selling selling it to you at 800 dollars or around that price but with accessories so with the watch or with the new buds or with with accessories basically or with gift cards or whatever so that it justifies the high price but the phone in reality it's not much more different than the s20 final edition the phone that i have mm. so the camera lineup I is think the, exactly the same one the only difference the is like 5g right and the and the back of the phone is no I'm longer glass sure is it fast 5g the s20 s21 well the, the back is still plastic plas because mm -hmm. it's final edition and the battery is the same. The design, the design is a little bit different. Like the back, you see, you know that this camera bump is like included on the metal part, but it's plastic and it's not the same. It is very weird. And you don't have, you don't have the feeling of a 
very, very, very good phone on that one, I think. It's the same one as the old fun editions. You have plastic bags, but yeah, they might be better sometimes for when you drop it, it doesn't crack, so you don't have to change the the glass back. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it is it is basically the S twenty fun edition, the S twenty fun edition, but with another case, basically. Mm. And well, you get a better processor and blah blah blah, but you don't even notice the difference between the processor of one year to the other. But or like the S twenty twos will have AMD blah blah blah, and that's better. But on on the S twenty one fun edition, the jump from the S twenty fun edition to the S twenty one fun edition, it is like. It's not a jump. It is the same mm. copy-paste. They just wanted to release a new product. They did it too late. And now I think they will regret it. Because everybody is talking not too nice stuff about it, that, that phone. Yeah, because if you look at it the, the in the Apple way, you can buy almost for the exact same price either the iPhone 12 with very generous amount of storage or the iPhone 13. And I think you'll be better with the iPhone 13 than with this S21 FE because it's yeah. more Or just premium. buy the S20 nor the S21 normal edition or just wait like 2 or 3 months and the S21 will drop significantly the price because of the launch of the S22. So it just was the worst timing Samsung could have launched this phone. Yeah. And well, now we come to the part where we just chit chat, ta- tell you about our lives, our thoughts. And now I want to share with you a story that because I recently found out that my school has a whiteboard that is touch. I don't know, it, it sounds silly, but it amazed me a lot because. It's not like a normal one that you can touch it. You can, it has touch functionality. <laughs> because, well, my school has in every room a whiteboard with a projector that's built into the whiteboard. Not You, you don't have it like far away in the back. It's built into the It's like on whiteboard. top of it, isn't it? Yeah, and you can draw with special pens on the whiteboard. I think the, the projectors and the pens and everything are from Epson. And on the desk, you have like document cameras so you can show what you have in the desk and the and the and the whiteboard but okay that was also new to me when i transferred to the school but what i really think it's very very nice is this touch this uh, touch whiteboard because you have the normal whiteboard and on top you have like a strange box with sensors and you just can't go to the whiteboard touch it a few like two times it activates and you just select the thing that you want to do and you start moving your fingers you can paint everything just touching literally so you don't wall. need the pens you don't need the pens you just need your hand you you can literally that's, turn everything into the, a display with the sensor that's amazing that's that's um, yeah because when the teacher calls you up, you don't. He doesn't have to pass you the pen, or you don't lose the pen. He just writes on top of it. Yeah. And you can you use another pen, like yeah. the back of the pen, yeah. like yeah, yeah. Because yeah, so this is the stra- like, strange sensor. Pen. It just de- determines the position of your finger or the item that's been placed on the pla- uh, on the whiteboard, and acts like it was a touch 
on the screen. So that's very very cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I liked it. Yeah. A lot. Everyone was yeah. like, "Yeah, th that's been here for years," but I I know it is, right? Like uh, one week ago. So it's it's silly, but I I find it funny and amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then also wanted yeah. to say that I think I already told this, but I have since August a new camera, the Nikon C6, and this camera uses. CF Express Type B memories and coming from SD cards, it's a bump in speed, like from 100 megabytes per second to more than a gigabyte per second. Wow, but it's also a bump in price. Instead of paying yeah. like 20, 30 euros, you can now buy a 64 gigabyte, 170 megabytes per second uh, SanDisk SD card for 17 euros. 17 that's nothing but for 40 uh, 64 gigabytes on this cf express card i'll have to pay 120 dollars or euros of the same thing yeah. so on amazon.com a cf express type b from sundisk the extreme pro the one that is better is for around 140 bucks, but that's on discount from 250, it says you. But uh, the so, normal price is 140, I think. Yeah, so the speed is amazing. I, I really like that, but the price really, really hurts. Because yeah. now with this new camera that's full frame coming from APS-C, the raw files, because I don't like to shoot uh, uncompressed raw, uh, compressed raw, so I just use uncompressed raw. I don't know why. I used to it. Uh, the files are like 48 megabytes. So it fills up twice as fast as before. So yeah. now I really have come to a situation that I have to do a backup every time that I go out taking photos. Because, for example, today I was with a friend taking photos of the sunset. I took like, what, 100 photos and some B-roll, well, 4K B-roll. That's also a very heavy file, mm. but those were like 16 gigabytes. And then when I go out and I don't do that, and my memory card fills up, and I don't remember if I did a backup, I just can't Ooh. keep taking pictures because it's too risky. So and this hurts. So I want to buy a new one with at least 128 gigabytes. And I won't go the Sandisk way, I normally would do, but this is actually right now in Amazon for an 190 euros. That's just unlogical. I can buy for 150 euros a CF Express Type B card from uh, Lexar. If you know Lexar, they are very reliable and very good cards. So I will go with those yeah. cards. So, yeah, just wanted to tell yeah, you. It that. depends <laughs> on the speed you want to buy the cards at because there is different. The SanDisk, the one. 64 gigabyte version is slower. Uh, uh, write, I think, 800 and read 1.5 gigabyte. And the 128 gigabyte, you can write 150. 1.5 gigabyte and read 1.7 gigabyte that's the difference mm -hmm. and yeah. 
but still everything is very very fast but it just yeah, yeah. annoys me that it's but so expensive, expensive. right yeah. there's alexa here for 155 euros 128 but it's still a lot of money look for for comparison only i'm now on amazon germany and there's a 128 gigabytes uh, from sundisk extreme pro normal sd that is going with 50% discount at 24 euros. Yeah. So that is a steal, really, because mm -hmm. it's, that is very cheap, very cheap for a, for a 128 gigabytes. And yeah, you compare it like it's 100 or more euros difference just for the type of the card. So the price difference, although the speed is 10 times faster and all that, this the price difference is just, it's just, stupid because like look at this i'm really considering now buying from germany shipping to chile for this price because it's just super cheap but like that i can blame that one on nikon because they should have allowed you to put a cf express card but also a sc card into it like Okay, if you want to limit it, not be able to recording 4K 30 and only 4K 24, for example, but you should have given the option Nikon. And yeah, but it is not like the best camera you have on your lineup. So Sony allows you to use both, for example. And Here comes the Nikon hate from a Sony shooter. This is bullying. <laughs> You are experiencing <laughs> this if you are a Nikon shooter every time, every day, <laughs> online. This is gotta stop. This is seriously, <laughs> this is damaging us. This is bullying. <laughs> That's the idea to damage. <laughs> no, but in the Z6 and Z7 Mark II, you have one SD card slot. Uh, but at the time, it, it were XQD cards, not CF Express. Type B cards, XQD cards, and those were like up to 500 megabytes per second, I think. But it mm. was it was just an an innovation, you know. Sony has this weird CF Express Type A cards. They are they are smaller. They they are like a normal SD card Better. from the size, but they're slower. They are not so fast. Ha! But like. I think <laughs> okay sorry but but look if you're gonna record like very very big and long and heavy files you will probably use a external recorder because so mostly you get better file uh, better management and sometimes better quality so if you're gonna record very heavily you will use external recorder and then you can, can just record bigger. up to an external SSD but not everyone yeah, has an external recorder. Those cost but like I mean, 800, you are, if you 900. Need, if you need that, no, but if you, if you need that like very fast speed, I mean, but on... It, or not normal, necessarily, because like, if you example, want to film want... 8K, you need the speed. You can film 8K on a good codec on a SD card. You need but that. But who's why... recording 8K for fun? <laughs> That's the thing. A lot of people. Like you can the you the YouTubers that have the not every YouTuber or filmmaker uses an external recorder. The ones that got the R five, <laughs> they 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 also have CF Express type 
SD cards and they can't film everything. They also have a SD card slot, but they can't film everything with the SD card. Well, I yeah, al well. also would have liked that this camera has had a, a SD card slot, but it was launched like four years ago. It was the first mirrorless camera of Nikon. I mean, even Canon didn't have a mirrorless full-free camera out by then. So it was still re yeah. revolutionary. So, yeah. But still. <laughs> but still. <laughs> for professionals, I don't know if it hurts that much. But for me, maybe a 16-year-old boy that has to work hard for everything in his camera. Yeah, but maybe they can make another move and sell an adapter SD to CF Express or whatever, so that you can use the SD on that slot and sell it for a price that it's convenient to use it, but they still make money like Apple with that cloth and stuff. <laughs> but it's not a Nikon's invention. This card has been longer out than the camera. It was just an innovation and all the pro cameras, all the red cameras, all those cinema cameras right now, they use this kind of stuff. So it's yeah, the wow. future. This is really the future of memory cards. I'm telling you. Well, I hope so, but I hope the price drops as well, because I'm not ready to pay 200 euros for a better card, <laughs> basically. So yeah, I'll stick with my Sandy cards and I'm happy with that <laughs> and yeah I think we will leave it to hear the episode yeah. and see you on the next one bye bye ah I want to mention we are doing an experiment <laughs> while we recorded this podcast we were also filming so this is the first attempt of making a video podcast I don't think we are going to upload the video podcast, but Neither. let's see if we we can edit it, how it turns out. So maybe be prepared to see a video podcast soon. So yeah, that's it. See you in the next one and bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>